Hey everyone, welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm Florence Brummer. I'm your host. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a wife, a movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. This podcast is called Being Beyonce in Your Law Practice or Business, Part 3. Before I get to that, I want to just give a bit of an update on what I've done over the last two weeks. Um, Since I last talked to you, it was Easter, it was a week ago, and my family celebrates Easter, and we had a, a lovely Easter. It actually kept me floating on a cloud for the whole week. And the way I did it, I thought to myself, I need to remember this because how it worked, I really liked it. And before I start to get into that, I hope this podcast sounds okay (laughs) because for the first time ever, I'm doing this podcast outside. My studio is my closet and I think that has really good acoustics and the weather this weekend is so beautiful. We're probably in one of our last weekends until November where we can really hang out during daylight. We're going to have nice mornings for a while and nice evenings, but that mid part of the day, it's very, very soon, probably starting next weekend, it's going to be too hot to do anything like sitting out in the yard or taking a walk during that time of day. And I've spent the whole weekend mainly being outside. I've been reading outside. I've been working outside. I've been bringing my laptop outside. I've been bringing my books, my a contract that I was reviewing. I just brought it all outside in different parts of my yard. As I record this, I'm sitting at my pool. My grandkids and daughters were in the pool just a few moments ago. And my husband turned on the fountains. So in my headphones, I hear the fountains, but I don't know if you hear them. If you do, hopefully it's like a nice, relaxing background noise. And if it's annoying, I apologize. I just really, really, really wanted to be outside and not sit in my closet for this podcast. So Easter was great. I had been thinking about it for you know, a good four weeks because Easter was pretty late this year, falling on the 17th. So I kept thinking I have plenty of time and in my head I would think about certain things that I needed to do. There was things that I needed to get from Whole Foods. I needed to order my vegan ham from this one website. I actually did that early enough. Everything else was just sort of in my head. Um, And then all of a sudden the week of Easter was here. So I just scrambled really quickly to be able to put it together. So I had my daughter pick up plastic eggs, and then it turns out the weekend before Easter, one of the churches in town had an Easter egg, and my grandsons ended up with all these plastic eggs. So we didn't really need the ones that we had, but uh, we you know, repurposed those ones for our Easter egg hunt. And we have plenty for next year. So I do remember that. Don't buy the Easter eggs for next year. And no decorations. I bought some tulips right before Easter. I think the Saturday before. And just to have a spring decoration. I had a... um, Oh my God, I can't think of the name of the calendar. Dippity Q. Um, I buy a couple of those candles every year. They're pretty expensive. Anytime you hear a celebrity talk about their favorite candle, it's a Dippity Q, and they have these great floral candles. So I lit one in my kitchen, and then my whole 
house smelled like spring instead of smelling like all the cooking that I was doing. And um, I had to go to Whole Foods. I went a couple days before Easter. I went to Costco a couple days before Easter. I had a grocery order from Fry's. I went to Safeway and got fresh fruit. They have the best fruit there. And still, on the morning of Easter, I was realizing the things that I forgot. I didn't have stuff for green bean casserole. Um, a couple of other things where I was like, you got to be kidding. And the I also ordered a meal um, I ordered a regular ham from Boston Market and a bunch of sides. I just ordered their predetermined meal, and it turned out to be cheaper than doing everything a la carte like I had done the year prior, and it ended up being way more food. You got two mashed potatoes, you got two hams. I had all this leftover ham, and it's we don't eat it at our house, so I sent it home with everybody. And I think they probably had hand sandwiches for a week. And um, it had a sweet potato casserole and rolls. And I did a pasta salad. I forgot to put out the pasta salad. So I sent home everyone uh, with pasta salad. I forgot to put out the potato salad. I was keeping it in the fridge so it wouldn't get, you know, room temperature and yucky. And forgot to put it out. And everyone was eating and enjoying. And then when I started to pack up the leftovers... I realized it, so everybody went home with lots of potato salad and lots of pasta salad. But overall, it was just a great success. We we started at 2, and we were done by 2.30. And so I had the rest of the afternoon to relax because I was so tired. I got up at 6, and I started cleaning and just organizing and pulling out platters to put food on. And that took hours. Then I took a shower and I went back downstairs and started preparing food. And I kept thinking, well, I'll have a few minutes before everyone gets here. I'll throw a little makeup on. I never put makeup on for the day. And I just kept thinking about it the whole time. Like, oh, I probably look terrible. But no one said anything. So maybe it's not too bad. Um... And it just was really nice. We had a mango cheesecake from Safeway, which is delicious. There is, in in my town, there's a Walmart, a Fry's, and a Safeway for groceries. And Albertsons is actually pretty close to me, but Albertsons and Safeway is kind of the same. And Fry's, I get all my basics at, and I usually have Instacart deliver that one. Safeway, I'll get desserts and uh, fruit and produce uh, their produce is just so much better than fries but I'll just go and get that so I can pick out my own things and also peruse their desserts and see what they have and this time they had this cheesecake with all these mangoes on it and it was so stinking delicious like I couldn't even get over it it was just amazing and I had macaroons from Costco. And I had these little cakes from Safeway. They'll do these things where it's four different cakes and they're like two or three bites each. And it's just perfect if someone wants just a little taste of something. So it was just, and I had apple pies from Boston Market, which came with the meal, which I forgot to put out. So we ate those over the next week. And then we all right, we had their Easter egg hunt, and my daughter set that up, which is a great thing about having grown daughters. They can do that kind of stuff for you. So they set up the Easter egg hunt, and the little boys did it together. And then I had an adult Easter egg hunt. I hid an egg, a golden egg, and it had a $50 bill in there. And I told the adults about it, and they scattered. They were running everywhere, and my mom found it, and she was so excited like she just went this is the best easter ever it was just lovely and we got done early enough that i still had the whole afternoon and evening and i needed it because i was tired and then that monday i don't know why this happens but i hate it i did my best to keep friday and monday open and i had limited staff my Legal assistant went to Chicago for Easter, so she left on Thursday. So she wasn't there Thursday and Friday. And my associate took off Friday and Monday, 
So I was doing my best to kind of keep the day days open as much as possible. Friday I was able to maneuver that, but Monday I kind of had a lot going on. I had a settlement conference, and I had um, three hearings in the afternoon. One got vacated, and then I had two more hearings, and one and one of the hearings went until five. So it just was like, ooh. And then luckily I had Tuesday off, so that helped me get things together because I had so many calls on Monday that I was just drowning. So Tuesday, I took the messages. I took the messages home with me on Monday. And on Tuesday, I returned calls from my bathroom while I was getting ready. And this is a little trick I've discovered is that while I'm putting on my makeup, uh, I don't know, it doesn't take me that long to put on my makeup, but while I'm kind of doing that, I have probably like 20 minutes right there where I'm dressed, but my makeup's not on, I'm still putting on my jewelry, I'm getting some files organized. I've started using that time period to return calls. And I'll have a notepad out on the bathroom counter. And if I need to stop what I'm doing and write something down, I can. So just trying to eke out little corners of time where I can. So Tuesday and Wednesday, I actually got a ton done. And then Thursday, I had this day where I had 11 court hearings or meetings scattered throughout the day. It was just one after another. And I was so happy when the day was over because it was the longest sticking, stinking day. So Friday, I went into the office early and I left midday and went and did a, a cycle class. And then on, um, I called my office and I said, Renee, do I need to come back? Because I went home and washed my hair because I didn't wash it in the morning went home and washed my hair and then called my office and I said, Renee, do I need to come back? And she said, no, it's, it's fine. And I told her, you leave a little bit early too. It ended up just being a quiet Friday. It was kind of funny because I talked to my daughter who works at a, a place where she does graphic design and she said they were slower that day. So I was really happy about that. So I used that Friday just to get caught up on my own things and get my life together and do some work. I had a bunch of things that I had to read and that had just been piling up in my work tote. So I just took care of all of that and it was great. And then yesterday was just a lovely day. Now, So now I'm at this weekend as I'm recording this and it's been in the 80s all weekend. And yesterday I took my grandson for a walk. I let myself sleep till 7.30, which was a delight. And I took him for a walk. We went to the library. We went to the park. And then we went and visited my brother. Then he came home and took a nap. And I kind of relaxed a little bit. Like I just was sort of tired and my hip and knee were aching. One of the bad things about getting old and I put, um, I just laid down like on my guest bed for a little bit and he got up from his nap and Saturday right now, my middle daughter, his mother is in nail school. So she's in school all day Saturday and then his father leaves her work around 2.30. So then I had him again. So my older um, daughter and her son came over and then we went to my church and they had bounce houses for the kids. And so the kids just went crazy, like bouncing like crazy. And then my older grandson got like really crabby. Like he just wanted to run around like a lunatic. And when it was like, you need to relax and it's time to go, he was not happy. That's one of the thank goodness for cell phones things because you can have them watch a video and, and get them rounded up. So we just had like this crazy evening and then I, I came home and um, I made meatloaf. I made a vegan meatloaf. I know that probably sounds weird to a lot of people but 
I think it's delicious. I always hated regular meatloaf. And then when I became vegan, I wanted meatloaf so bad. And now with Impossible Meat, I can make a meatloaf that I think is just so delicious. And I just eyeball it. I looked up a recipe originally. And now I just take the Impossible Meat. I throw in breadcrumbs, onions, sometimes raw, sometimes cooked. They end up cooking in the oven anyways. And so usually I'll put them in raw, but sometimes I'll, I'll cook them beforehand. Garlic powder. Oh, I'm trying to think what else I put in it yesterday. Oh, ketchup, uh, a little bit of mustard, a little bit of bar barbecue sauce, Worcestershire sauce. I'll cook it for 20 minutes and then I'll brush on a mixture of ketchup, barbecue sauce, mustard, and then cook it another 10 minutes. And I've been making it really thin lately, so it's kind of crunchy on the top and the edges, and I think it's really good. Like, we really seem to enjoy it. I made mashed potatoes. I still had some sweet potatoes left over from Easter. I made Brussels sprouts. I roasted them, and they were all charred and yummy. And then I had a little bit of collard greens left over from my Martha Stewart boxes. I think I mentioned them in prior podcasts, but I've been doing the Martha Stewart meal kits. I get two a week, and you have a choice of recipes. Their website is really easy to use. And um, on Friday, I made an African peanut stew that had collard greens in it, and Oh my gosh, I can't think of what the other thing was. It was good too, and I can't remember. I'm drawing like the most total blank. Oh, it was pan fajitas. So it was zucchini, onion, peppers, and then um, it came with all the spices and everything. They make it really easy. Pretty much everything I've had has been delicious, like the vast majority. I did Green Chef before. Um, I did Blue Apron. Their vegetarian stuff is okay. The Martha Stewart stuff, I did Purple Carrot. The Martha Stewart stuff is really delicious, like really, really delicious. I One of the dishes was a vegan Caesar salad, and it was kind of like, meh. Like, you know, who cares? It was just a salad. Um, and, but it had toasted, um, chickpeas and, and that made it good. And you made homemade croutons. So it was like fine, but not like amazing, but everything else has been really good. Like real, I've had enchiladas that were really good. It's not the worst thing in the world to make too. I feel like with some of the other meal kits, they have you pulling out food processors and, chopping for days it's more like 20 30 minutes of work and and the meals are ready in like 30 to 40 minutes so it's not terrible I mean I really really like them and everybody has thought they were really good I thought the African peanut stew was a really good thing you know it was um tomatoey a peanut butter base sprinkled peanuts on top sweet potatoes and it didn't have like anything that you laid it on top of but I had some rice so I made some rice and had it on top of it and I thought it was really good so that is oh and today as I record this it's Sunday I got up early I ate a sweet potato for <laughs> um, breakfast and had some coffee and I had probably I've had a good hour and a half to myself it was really nice. That hasn't happened for me in a long time. And then, um, you know, my daughter came over and we brought both boys, all three of my daughters and my two grandsons. We went to the park. We rode the train at the park. We're really lucky to have this park in town that's really nice. It is a pond with ducks. And like I said, like we're getting to the point where it's just going to be too hot to be there during the day and you know at night of course it's closed so we went and we just had this nice time we came home and I made brunch I made chicken and vegan chicken and waffles 
and I we stopped at Safeway and got all this fruit and had all this fruit and put on a pot of coffee. And I said to them, I said, why don't we do this? Like, why don't we have brunch on Sunday? You know, a lot of times I'll make breakfast, I'll make like pancakes and stuff, but it is, um, it felt luxurious to have like a brunch. I can't even explain it. It's not even that fancy or that cool, but it, it felt nice. Maybe I'm just having a happy day. Maybe I'm just feeling really good. And, um... We came back and the, you know, the kids got in the, in the pool and I sat out with my books. I've been reading a ton of books right now. I'm reading like 10 books. I'm reading a book about Anna, the uh, con artist, the young con artist from New York that is the Reinventing Anna Netflix special is based on. I'm reading a book about uh, Bill Cosby's sexual misconduct and rape. And still, like, shocking, because I grew up watching The Cosby Show and his comedy specials, and just to, I mean, he's literally a monster, like, literally a monster, and to just hear what these women went through is just terrible. Um, I'm reading two books on WeWork, which I always love, like, financial things, where, you know, there's this shot up where someone is doing like amazing and then there's a crash. This one doesn't involve anything criminal, which I love. Like I always loved reading about Bernie Madoff, but the WeWork rise and fall is very interesting to me. Like how the financial word, world works and how can there can be these bubbles that happen. Hopefully it teaches me something for the future. We'll see. What else am I reading? I'm reading Nine Perfect Strangers by Lynn Moriarty. I had read Apples Never, F- Apples Never Fall uh, recently from her. And it is one of my all-time favorite endings. Like, just a beautiful ending. And not where it should have went. And I'm, whenever I can get surprised in a good way... I just think it's amazing. I just, I love that book. I think I'll reread it over the summer. I'm reading a book about Fatty Arbuckle and his fall from grace and what, um, what may have really happened with his trial uh, and his career. So I heard a podcast about him recently and was curious. So got a book from Amazon. Uh, what else am I reading? I'm reading a book about Aaliyah the pop singer. It's my second time reading it. She's just fascinating to me. Like so talented and it's so tragic. Um, What else am I reading? I'm reading a book about travel in New York, getting ready for my New York trip. I'm reading a book about travel in Hawaii. I checked out a book about Walt Disney World because I'm wondering if maybe I want to do a trip there in the next couple of years with the grandkids. My whole life I thought, I don't need to go to Disney World. I love Disneyland. I can navigate it within a couple of days. It's close. And just recently I started feeling like maybe there's a time in my life where I can take a couple weeks off and go to Florida and enjoy those sites. We'll see. Just something that I have that's food for thought right now. So I don't know, I can't, I I just was having a good weekend. It was nice, you know, it's so many weekends. It's busy with something. And although we were busy and out there and doing things, it just felt great. And maybe the weather is just making me happy also. Okay, so now let me get to the topic for today. Oh, also, I'll just give a little tip on something that has really been making my life so much easier and anything that can make my life easier, I'll take it. And that is new cookware. So I have had a La Creuset uh, Dutch oven for quite some time. And I bought it from Zulily. And so I got it on clearance at a clearance price. 
and have really enjoyed it. Like I've used it for so many things. I've used it for baking. I've used it for just regular recipes. I've made a lasagna in it. And I have these um, Martha Stewart um, stainless steel pots and pans, which are fine. I mean, they, they've really served me well that I didn't pay a lot for from Macy. I got them on a special and got a discount and I've had them for years and they're really okay. You know, I didn't have any complaints, but I have a couple of frying pans, like the frying pans, everything sticks to it. And a couple of months ago, I bought a new wok from Macy's and it was fine. You know, it was very, very cheap, but it, things kind of stuck to it too. And I thought, I'm going to just buy me a, buy for myself a couple of frying pans that are a little fancier and see how they work out. And they have a lifetime warranty. And I thought, if they're terrible, I can return them or exchange them or whatever. So a couple of months ago, I got, I bought a few things from La Creuset. I bought some Harry Potter plates for myself for Christmas and I bought this really beautiful Harry Potter pot holder for my sister-in-law for Christmas. And they will have specials where if you spend, say, $200, you get a free something. So um, I did that for Christmas. I've been enjoying what I had, and I wanted to try their frying pans. So they had a special. If you bought two frying pans, then you got, um, what did I get with that? Oh my gosh, I'm losing it. I can't even remember what I got, but I got something and it was lovely. And so these two frying pans have changed my life. I'm cooking everything in these frying pans. And every time I make something in it, everybody's like, what did you do to this? This tastes so delicious. And I'm like, I'm just using my new frying pans. They're they're just so easy to clean. Things don't stick to them. They don't burn things. They just char things perfectly. Like these are just the greatest. I made the collard greens in the other day. They turned out so nice. Just everything. And they clean up no problem. They're also dishwasher safe. Like everything has been making my life so much easier. So then I have this wok. And in my wok, I will cook anything. Like I make spaghetti sauce. I make uh, a tomato sauce or a bolognese sauce or a fettuccine alfredo. I'll make a stir fry. Like I'll make whatever. I'll make fried rice. I will put whatever in the wok. And like I said, I, I had one that I had from Bloomingdale's for 25 years and I replaced it with this one and it worked okay. It was starting to get just really old. And then, um, I sold that one in a garage sale and I got one and I was so sorry to see it go. <laughs> and my sister-in-law had said, you need to replace this. Like, look how old this is. And then I ordered one from Macy's and it looked great. Like the size of it was huge and it worked fairly well, but I always felt like things stuck to it quite a bit. So I went ahead and La Creuset had another special. So I bought a walk. And I bought a grill pan because my grill pan was from Home Shopping Network. And again, it worked fine, but I bought these two and oh my, like my life is amazing based on these pans. Like, they're so easy to use. They're so easy. They cook everything perfect and they clean up like a dream. So I've just felt so blessed to have these things. And I got with those these two lovely little pink bowls that came just in time for Easter that I put some things out in and it has just been so nice. So if you are in the market for a new cookware, they also have plates and dishes. Everything I have gotten from them has been life-changing and has been really, really great. So, okay. Let me get to my next subject, or my subject of the um, podcast, which is being Beyonce in your law practice or business. I have done 
this topic three times now. This was one of my first podcasts. And I'm just kind of reinventing it a little bit and updating it a little bit. It's a topic I like to revisit because these are some rules and tips that I literally have lived by. I was thinking about Beyonce in the last couple of weeks because I was watching her on the Oscars. And I won't talk about the thing, the big thing that everybody has been talking about on these Oscars, but I'll talk about Beyonce. First of all, she was nominated for an Oscar for her song from King Richard. She didn't perform at the Oscars per se, but did kind of a video. And it was on the uh, tennis court in Compton and uh, in honor of the Williams sisters for being from Compton. And she was dressed like a sexy tennis ball. She had that tennis ball color on, which... Oh my gosh, I would look terrible in, but she looked beautiful. And she had all these background dancers and they all looked lovely. And it was just really good. And I really thought she was going to win. I liked all of the songs. Like this category was really strong, but I just felt like she, she wins so much. And um, the song was, I loved so much when I heard it at the end of King Richard. I don't even think I knew when I saw that movie that she did a song for King Richard and then it played at the end and I'm like oh wow what's the song it's Beyonce yay it was beautiful but she was up against Billie Eilish for the James Bond theme and um, uh, a song from Encanto and some other songs that I don't remember but I really felt she was going to win and she was sitting in the kind of in the front at the Oscars this year it was um it was like tables people were sitting at. So she was sitting with her husband, Jay-Z, and Billie Eilish won. And Beyonce, she she wore a yellow dress, and she always looks really pretty in yellow. It, I always sort of hated yellow. Like, I just felt it was sort of an ugly color, and she always looks so pretty in it. And ever since I saw her in the one video for... Um, Oh my gosh, it's on her Lemonade album. She's wearing a yellow dress and Hold Up is the song. She's wearing a yellow dress and she's going through the streets with a baseball bat and kind of destroying things, but also with a beautiful smile on her face. And this dress is amazing. And a few other, she wore a yellow dress, I feel like to one of the Grammys. And it's a great color for her. It even inspired me to go out and buy a yellow dress, and it was something I really enjoyed wearing uh, because I, I don't know, felt like sunnier. I have a pair of yellow shoes now, like a color I always stayed away from. So she did get me to wear a color I have stayed away from my entire life. But she lost the Oscar, and I saw in her face just a flicker of disappointment. Like, it, her face just flickered, her eyes just flickered, and she went back to smiling and cheering for Billie Eilish. And I knew how she felt at that moment. Because in your business, whether you're a lawyer or whatever you're doing, you have numerous disappointments. And really, her reaction, that little flicker, and then get back to it, is the way you have to be. Being, I don't know if you can hear this noise, but my husband is playing frisbee golf in the backyard. So if you hear like a little bit of chains making a clanging now noise, that is the frisbees hitting his basket. So in any event, um, you know, as a lawyer, you have cases where you're either win, lose, or something in between. You can kind of win sometimes. Like an example is, I'm just going to give a an example that has no bearing in reality. But say you're suing somebody for $10,000, a breach of contract, and the judge awards you 5000 Well, you kind of win. Or the judge says you win but doesn't award your attorney's fees. Eh, you kind of win. So there's really sort of three options. And it really is hard sometimes to do that get back on your horse again. It can be very disappointing. And I was looking back 
through my calendar and my timesheets over the last two weeks. And I really was thinking I had quite a bit of disappointments. And it really is difficult because, you know, I know my clients, I'm sure feel it worse than I do. (laughs) But I feel it where I, you know, where I have to give call and give somebody bad news. And I hate it because I'm feeling it too. You know, there's um, a sting to your pride when you don't win something. There's the disappointment for your client. There's a disappointment for you professionally. And it's just, you have to let it flicker and go away. So that's one of my tips, which is a recent tip. And I have a couple more tips that I want to do based on being Beyonce in your law practice. So you may have heard many singers, fashion designers, politicians, influencers, bloggers, just or even everyday people cite Beyonce as an inspiration. There's a popular meme that says, you have as many hours in the day as Beyonce. And they're simple words meant to uplift and inspire and tell us that we can all live to our full potential. But like Beyonce, we have the freedom to define our careers and take mindful and intentional actions to make our days better. Although we are not living glamorous lives, there are a few hacks we can take from Queen Bee. Number one, be yourself. I'm kind of, uh, I did sort of a number one, which is the be able to move on from disappointment. But that was one that I had just been thinking about after seeing her on the Oscars. So number one, be yourself. Find what works for you. Beyonce doesn't try to be like anyone else. She finds her own style and knows how to work it. Two, don't be afraid of reinvention. After Beyonce came out with her album, Four, she dropped the surprise Beyonce album. And then later, she dropped Lemonade. And um, she did the video album for Black is King. And so all of these are just surprising and fresh and new. So the real, like her very, very, to me, her very, very first surprise was when she did the surprise Beyonce album. A little bit when she did um, her Sasha Fierce album where she's like, hey, there's this second side of me that you see. But it was always sort of announced beforehand. But when she did the Beyonce album, it just was like, boom, here's an album for you. And it was a complete departure from what she was doing. And why do we need to be the same as lawyers or business owners? Because sometimes you just need to do something new. Like try a new marketing technique. Dabble in a new area of law. Or if you are, you know, say selling something, I mean, try to sell something kind of similar, you know, dabble in a new area, become a volunteer in something, join a nonprofit board, teach a class, the possibilities are endless on what you can do. One for me was starting this podcast almost four years ago. I do not have any experience in doing podcasts. I'm not a broadcaster. I I think this part's pretty clear, but I don't know how to edit. (laughs) So what you see is what you get. Here's the podcast. So try something new and don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Number three, be approachable, but also mysterious. Beyonce has over 100 million followers on Instagram. She regularly posts cute, cute pictures of her kids and vacation shots with her husband But she doesn't follow anyone. And although her postings are fun, they really do not tell us anything about her personally. In fact, even in like interviews I've read with her, to me, she is one of the most mysterious people out there. She really keeps her private life private, but at the same time, showing you glimpses. When I went to one of the the best concerts that I ever went to was the Beyonce Jay-Z concert. And they showed up on the screen photos from their lives. And it was just these snippets. But really, what do you know about them? 
your clients or customers should see you in the same way as Beyonce's fans see her. They're coming to you because they have problems or an issue or they need a product. And although they know you're a real person, they really don't want to know the intricacies of your life. Also, remember this. Customers and clients will follow you on social media. So remain mysterious on social media. It's not a place to take a picture of yourself fanning yourself with a wad of cash or doing shots at Thunder from Down Under. You know, uh, I'll put maybe, I'm trying to think of recent posts that I've done, uh, maybe a picture of my grandsons, you know, something like that. It's really not like anything super personal, but like just a little snippet out there. I also, like, I mean, I have a lot of family members who follow me as well and a lot of family that I'm following. So it's a way to keep in touch and just see how big kids are getting or if someone's taking a nice vacation, that sort of thing. Number four, be multifaceted. Beyonce is a singer, songwriter, producer, actress, fashion designer, wife, and mother. We may not always feel like it, but we are so much more than the practice of law. I have been having these dreams lately where I am just dreaming of work. I'm taking a trip to New York with my daughter when she's done with school, my high schooler. And I had a dream. I got to New York and I had to immediately go into a trial. It was a trial for a case that I've already settled. So none, none of, this, of, of this dream is true. First of all, I wouldn't be doing a trial in New York. I don't show up in New York and then my trial is there. It was an Arizona case, obviously. And the case had settled, so it should be out of my mind. But somewhere in my mind, somewhere in my subconscious, out it comes. And here it is bothering me in the middle of the night on a Saturday, uh, Saturday morning, Friday night. So as I told you, I didn't go back to the office in the afternoon. I stayed at home and worked from home and, and took care of some of my personal stuff. That night, I, and, and Renee had told me it was quiet, so I knew it was quiet. That night, I had a dream that I went into the office and there was a stack of messages one inch thick. That's never happened. I mean, I, I get a lot of messages, but say it's 10 or 12. It's not going to be an inch thick. So um, I have a dream that I'm now returning these calls. <laughs> you know, it, so it does seep in everywhere. But we're so much more than that. I'm so much more than someone who's answering 300 emails a day or returning dozens of calls. We all are. We're yogis, parishioners, parents, writers, photographers, runners, runners, artists, travelers. Every lawyer I've ever met, every business person I've ever met has passions that go beyond the law. Follow your heart on those parts of your life. It makes you a better and more compassionate attorney. A big thing for me is reading, and I make sure that I incorporate into my life. Another big thing is the movies. Is I've told you sometimes I've been blessed enough to do segments on the Film Vault podcast. And movies are a huge part of my life. They always have been. Like Movies are really important to me. These last two weeks, I don't think I have seen a new movie. I'm watching some limited series, but that's something that's very important to me. And when I miss out on it, it becomes a bummer for me. Another thing that's very important to me is I need some sort of movement. I have to do something. And right now it's been a lot of walking and doing cycling classes. And when I don't have time for either of these, I feel it. So make sure you have time to do what you love. Number five, carry a fabulous bag and wear fabulous shoes. Maybe this one just works for me, but do whatever it is that makes you happy. Your day will be so much better if you have whatever it is that keeps you going. If it's a special tie or a scarf or a bracelet, I I uh, got a bracelet yesterday, or yesterday, recently, 
that uh, is a leather bracelet that has two snake heads on either end. I love wearing this. It just makes my day to wear it and just makes me feel a little bit better. A perfume does that for me too. Um, Little spritz of one of my favorite perfumes makes me feel great. I also change out like on this kind of, I'm using fashion because that is the thing for me. And it, it could be something different for you. It could be a notebook or a pen or something like that. I always make sure I write with pens that I love. Like that makes my day better. I have a notebook that I love. But every Friday I change out my purse. There is a variety of reasons for that. One is it just makes me happy, like to have that little bit of change. It also signals the end of the week for me. It also lets me, uh, practically, it lets me clean out my purse. Any crud that I've been gathering in there, receipts and garbage, pacifiers for my grandsons, bags of crackers, things like that, take them out and start fresh. Go through my wallet, take out extra coins, put it in my coin vacation jar, things like that you know, just makes me feel so much better. And I get to rotate through my bags and enjoy them. Number six, have an alter ego. As I mentioned earlier, Beyonce is Sasha Fierce. She has said, this is her quote, this alter ego I created kind of protects me and who I really am. Sasha Fierce is the more aggressive, more outspoken and more glamorous side that comes out when I'm working. So as you know, your job is really hard. Whatever you're doing is really hard. We get yelled at and criticized all the time. And having an alter ego to bounce the bad stuff off of so you don't take it home at night is critical. Number seven, be a good host. I attended two Beyonce concerts in my life. One was a solo one and one was with Jay-Z. How did she make me feel? The whole time I just kept thinking, she's a lovely hostess. She made me feel warm and welcome by just the things that she was saying to the audience. And so now I remember that when I greet people at the office. I will tell you how I used to greet people because I was so flustered all the time. I have this area where I come out of my office, I turn the corner, I go into the conference room. I would go into the conference room and I would just have a frown on my face and I would say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so busy. I have so much going on. I just got out of court, like all this stuff, you know, and just put my, put my sad feelings on people. Instead, what I do is before um, I go out there, I take a couple of deep breaths, just in and out. Take a deep breath. It feels really good. I relax my face. I get up. I walk around my desk. I treat that walking around my desk like a little vacation. Like I have these few seconds where I can just walk around my desk. And then as I'm going from my office to the common area to the conference room, I smile. And I tell myself, smile, Florence. Because that's how you should greet people. Number eight, be a fan of others. Beyonce loves the blues, country music, jazz. Sometimes she incorporates flavors of other music into her music and style. Do the same. Be a fangirl or fanboy of other styles. I'll listen to podcasts of a couple of attorneys. And I really listen to what they have to say. And maybe steal a little bit from it in terms of style. And not even attorneys. It can be other business owners where I really like how they handle themselves and I steal a little bit of it. Number nine, eat healthy, at least some of the time. Beyonce always looks amazing, but her weight does fluctuate. If you remember from Dream Girls, she got really skinny and now she's just, just like curvy, but she's not heavy at all, but just like a, uh, an hourglass, she just looks beautiful, but her weight changes. And there are times when she goes on a vegan cleanse and then times that she'll eat ice cream and cake. 
Eat well, but don't be afraid of fun treats. Life's too short. Number 10, have friends in your field. Beyonce's friends are really cool. They include Taylor Swift, Kelly Rollins, Michelle Williams, Gwyneth Paltrow, Rihanna. These friends have similar careers. What do you think they talk about? They share stories of their jobs. Some of my best friends are attorneys and business owners. They know what you go through. You can share the war stories with them and you can get fresh perspectives on cases from them as well as commiserate on the day-to-day grind. My favorite friend to have like that is actually my husband. He's a really good listener. And when something's really bothering me, I just spill it to him. And instantly, I feel better. One, because I spilled it. Two, because generally he has really good advice. Number 11, look back on your accomplishments. Beyonce regularly posts throwback pics. How often do we look at what we do? Sometimes I'll pull up an old calendar or I'll go through my iPhone pictures. I'll like just scroll to a random spot and I'll think, I can't believe I did all that. I can't believe this day where I was in court from eight to five. I can't believe that I went to the seminar and was in sessions from eight to five for three days and all that I learned and I met new friends. So look back. It's really, really important. It's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day, but enjoy the past. Look to the future too. Um, I have a couple of trips on the horizon and I'll tell you the truth. They are what is keeping me going right now. If I didn't have these things waiting for me, I don't know what I would have. Like, <laughs> I'm burned out. Um, I'm again. I'm feeling great. This was a great weekend, and probably not my best podcast. So I think I'm a little delirious from happiness. But enjoy your success, and remember this lyric from Beyonce's song, "Freedom." which by the way, I love to put on when I exercise. But the lyric is, I'm going to keep it running because a winner don't quit on themselves. So don't quit on yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Patreon, SoundCloud, under Florence Legally Burnett, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, under Florence Legally Burnett. I'm on Facebook under my name and under my law office. My website is brummerlaw.com. I just keep a few of my podcasts on there. If you really want to listen to all the podcasts, make sure you go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or Patreon. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it, and I'll be back at you in a couple of weeks. Thanks. Bye-bye.